0: welcome to wobblies and wizards i'm your host logar the barbarian joined today by ryan thompson of appendix and entertainment welcome hey hey. how are you doing today
1: oh i'm doing all right i'm not at work anymore so that's good
0: yay no (laughs) work that's my favorite (laughs) and today happens to be zine thursday not in reality, but but when it actually airs, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how this works. And we're gonna look at a zine you did called "Solar Sanctuary of the Cannibal Corpse." Now, I'm just gonna put this out there. I used to have. The, I remember getting the the, ha- the hammer smashed face single when I was when I was in high school. Is this something you recall, a part of your, your <laughs> the old Cannibal Corpse?
1: Um. Yes. Yes. Quite a bit. It's uh, the title is, is definitely a reference to cannibal corpse.
0: <laughs> I was into that. I was into that. When that was it. I think they still might be around. Uh, I haven't. They, they that. are.
1: That dude is a corpse grinder is a great dude too. Do you yeah. know that he, he plays claw machines on all of his tours across America and he's a, he's a master at it. He always wins a bunch of stuff. And he donates every one of those to children's organizations.
0: Uh, that's great.
1: He's, he's a great dude.
0: I've heard some positive things about him. So this is the solar sanctuary of the cannibal corpse. And what I've seen here is it seems that there's a plague going on. And not just any plague, but a sort of, should I say, zombie plague?
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, the, the entire... the entire uh adventure the entire zine was written the original iteration and obviously this uh this redo were written as a love letter to to both george romero's zombie films especially night of the living dead and dawn of the dead i love those movies right and and also um There's a love letter to to hammer horror in here. You know, when you get to the meat of it, it's very much based on the Dracula movies that they did with Christopher Lee. But even more so, there's a lot of references dropped to the Karnstein trilogy that they did in the 70s, right?
0: so i am such a huge hammer horror geek fan growing up i i had tons of them they started coming out on vhs in the 90s and those nice, nice. black cases i used to pick them up left and right i noticed that i definitely did especially the, the appendix in here mm-hmm. um the horror of dracula 19 or 19 uh 1958 was one of my all-time favorites
1: yep. one i didn't
0: yep. notice that got left out was dracula 1972 a.d
1: uh yeah, yeah I, I do, just I do it. not have that one in there. There's there's a there, bunch of drag there's drag honestly the- there's <laughs> honestly a lot there's a lot of those are missing in here, right? Because there's a, there's a, of them. There's a total of nine in that, including the last yeah. one that was also a martial arts film, if you've yeah. never seen that oh, Legend of that. the Seven Golden Vampires or something where yes. Peter Cushing goes over and <laughs> having a bunch of martial artists fight vampires and <laughs> it's sentence. great man but it was like 1974 or something right when that stuff was all hot so they were like well we got to jump on this <laughs> they did the 72
0: ad and then they recast jessica van helsing i think and did a sequel to that one
1: that afterwards. one the, um the next one i, I don't you
0: that there, didn't you? the
1: next one is the satanic rights of Dragon. Yes. i think that's in here which also yes. has another title that i can't remember yeah because a lot of them had at, multiple at one time i owned them both on dvd <laughs> and i started watching the second one. i'm like wait a minute
0: it's this the is the one. satanic
1: rates of dracula man <laughs> yeah
0: they kept on releasing them with just different titles and stuff on vhs and stuff like that back in the day yep. i remember that very well so the adventure though is is just inspired by that and and you can tell because it's it's a what uh, hey listen if you're gonna play the adventure and your DM is going to run this. Turn this off because we've got spoilers. Yes, but, we do. <laughs> but the but the 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 plague itself is from uh, a, a vampire who has released this onto the world. Correct. 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 And um. you have a pretty well fleshed out town here that we're, that you're working with. Like I could take this and I work with some of the stuff. The town that you have in here. And, and some of this, like, I could run quite a few weeks off of this. You could even make this town the center of a campaign if you oh, yeah. like. Or at least just be stationed there for a while on your journeys.
1: That's kind of a part of the point. Um, this was first written. This was the first product that I was writing for OSE uh, when OSE came out. It started out as an od thing. And then Gavin kickstarted OSE while I, w- while I was in the middle of kickstarting this. And I took a look at what he was doing with OSC and said, ah, I'm changing everything. This is going to be OSE. But it wasn't quite, you know, it, it wasn't quite as clean. Right. So. So I got yeah. a question about, like,
0: who did all the art in here? This is, There's some is pretty good okay. stuff.
1: In here. So um, the, the piece that you just showed me of the skeleton battle, that was Diogo Noviera who everybody knows right he's 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 done art in in almost all of my uh, uh all of my products he's a he's a great guy good friend some of this art is uh is just stock art um that i pulled from various places in fact like uh all of the townspeople art is stock art the rooster in the town is uh stacy joy who uh, who people will recognize her her work. She's uh, she's also the uh, cover artist on Hidden Hand of the Horla that we talked about uh, the last time I was on, right? Um, the
0: rooster so, is that is that the rooster that's in the back color cover that is done in color and all as well.
1: Yep, yeah, she colored it just for the back color since all of my covers are now uh, color on stark white. Um, he he started out as black and white, and she was able to go into the file and colorize them for me, so that was great. And we're going we're going to do shirts with that rooster on them too. <laughs> oh, the rooster shirts. So um, the the stained glass art in here is Del Tiegler, who people will recognize, especially from you know he does a lot of the Hyperborea art, right? Oh yeah, and that. he also did. There's a and there's a appendix in the back that picks apart all of the portions of uh, of a plague doctor's outfit. He did the plague doctor too.
0: Yeah, I was noticing that plague doctor. I really like that. I, I want to, this whole page, I want to steal from you. I <laughs> yep. like, there's a whole page that goes into the plague doctor outfit and kind of describes everything.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's one of the rules that I dropped in here is how do you, you know, especially since plague doctor stuff has been in vogue even before this actual plague that we're in the middle of right now, right? um halloween costumes and all that people dressing up as plague doctors at rent fairs and whatnot have just caught on so i i dropped that bit in there about well this is about a plague how can you 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 know what what does mechanically for a game what would wearing a plague doctor outfit do for you you know so i mean in reality they didn't really work as well as you know the quote unquote science of the time thought that it did but it's a fantasy world, so it should do something cool, right?
0: You can probably add a little magic to it in the fantasy world. <laughs> yeah. Plus, plus,
1: <laughs> if you're wearing that, you know, you're not likely wearing armor under it either. So you're sacrificing one form of protection for another, right? So, and a part of the part of the use for that plague doctor outfit is in here in the random uh, random roles. Um, I actually delved into beliefs about medieval medicine for how this plague is transferred. And it's actually transferred the way they believe that foul smells, you know, would give you diseases that that was the root cause of disease was the smells, which they were semi right about it wasn't really the smells so much as what you were inhaling (laughs) around those smells when you were near uh, somebody that was infected right. So the plague is transferred through, there's actual magical miasmas that are just clouds of disease that you can run into on the random encounter tables as you're traveling in this, right? So it benefits you to be wearing a plague doctor outfit because it's going to protect you from the miasma. You get like, I think I've got it, it's uh, like plus five to your saving throws against diseases, right? Which is all written out as save, save versus poison. But if it's against the disease that's in the area, you get plus five if you're wearing this.
0: There's, as always, you have random tables in here to randomize what's going on so it kind of makes it different so you can run it multiple times.
1: I, I do. You get, if you, when you get to the solar sanctuary, there's outright a chance that the vampire isn't even there, right? So, <laughs> which can screw things up at the end um, because, like we said, there's going to be spoilers. You know, you have to, he's conducting rituals that are generating this plague locally, it's vile stuff down there, and you can you can desiccate his, his ritual area to get rid of it. But if he's still alive, yeah, you know, he's going to get back Keep to it. Right. Going. Yeah. We're going to so, have some
0: more plague going.
1: So you want to kill him and you want that's a part of the challenge is you want to kill the vampire too, but I wrote the adventure for levels two to four. So you got to be smart about it because no level two to four character in OSE is going to be able to take a vampire. Right. Not, oh, yeah. n- not in a fair fight. So you want to use your knowledge of vampires to kill him like you killed the vampire in the movie right
0: certainly no i i don't see like i feel that if i were to run this it would definitely take me more than one session i definitely explore more in the town because there's some interesting characters there i really appreciate all the different characters we given in the town there's a lot to work with and give them some give them character (laughs) yeah if
1: if you fast forward this and breeze through the town you can run it in a in a four-hour session it was it was play tested on a on four-hour sessions before it was released but then um you know there's a lot of meat in the town and the surrounding areas and everything that you can do a whole lot with this right um the first play test with this i had nothing really written out i just had the maps that i was using for it and the town was actually attacked by uh, by a herd of plague zombies right and I dropped some other things in there. There were these kind of, there were nuns in the church and they kind of became like deadites from evil dead in there. <laughs> and uh, they had to fight them under the control of the vampire. Uh, but it was, that was actually, I dropped this into, before I wrote, uh, full out wrote it, I dropped it into a campaign and it was a different town. So I decided to make this town just as, you know, in depth as the one they were in, in my campaign. Right.
0: Yeah. And yeah. uh it definitely has you definitely get i i definitely can get like sort of an evil deadish vibe from this in a lot of ways as well yep, as and, I, yep, i've that's... i've always said that like like hammer horror is one of my favorite things and and like when i first found found like D. before i first started playing dnd one of the first things we played was ravenloft and that's how i always pictured ravenloft was this is the hammer horror setting <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep yep and no, the the whole town, the way that I wrote it out to be, was meant to feel like you're in a town in a Hammer Horror movie, right? Um, or possibly, you know, Sleepy Hollow, which the Sleepy Hollow Tim Burton did was just a love letter to Hammer Horror anyway. And anybody who was familiar with Hammer Horror got that from it, right? So, oh, yeah.
0: Well, we went to see that opening night. I was psyched. Yep. Christopher Lee was in it. Michael Goff was in it. They had a bunch yep. of greats in that. I was like, oh, yeah, they're back. <laughs> One last yep. horror movie.
1: Yeah, It was good. Yep, but yeah, the I the original iteration of this too um had more of a paragraph format in the in all of the the town encounters and the characters there and I decided to trim that back and do bullet point for ease of use at the table, right? I
0: yeah, I so, appreciate that when it comes to a module these days and I've been I've been uh yeah, it's it's changed the game that whole old school essential style of writing it. Yep. Like I love my old modules where they just wall of text and I love reading through them too. So I've got this like weird dilemma. It's easier to run something if it's easier to access it via bullet point.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. But the, yeah, there's a lot of randomization in here, even to, you know, it, the solar sanctuary for, for all the listeners is actually a, a desiccated temple of Helios, the sun god. So hence it's the solar sanctuary of the cannibal corpse being the vampire. The vampire's moved in here because he's a vampire obviously hates the day desiccates the temple turns and turns the catacombs under it into his sanctuary right and he's got one of the townspeople under obsession keeping a watch out for him but the above ground areas in the temple not the temple itself but there's the full temple grounds are all randomized too you might hit you know 70 zombies in there if you if the dm rolls poorly for you within all the barracks and everything that are set up here from where the paladins of helios used to hang out but you might also hit nothing in any of those rooms there's a there's a chance of that right so it's that whole randomization factor and where the vampire is and where his assistant is are all varied you know there's there's only a few areas in here that have set encounters in them
0: so can we, um, we're about on time. Could you tell the listeners where they can pick up Solar Sanctuary of the Cannibal Corpse?
1: Yep. Um, if you go to my webpage at www.appendixandentertainment.com, you'll get links to everywhere that this is sold currently. You'll get links to uh, my physical print store. You'll get links to my drive through store. And you'll get links to the other places that are currently carrying my products right now, including Third Kingdom Games and Exalted Funeral. If you've
0: enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. If you saw this on YouTube, because we're starting to post Zine Thursdays on YouTube, give us a like and a follow. We're on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at Crom. We're on Patreon. Any support you can give us on Patreon will be greatly appreciated. And as always, keep those dice rolling.